uh, he ought to come back to school with gifts to give to people on Valentine's Day. And I asked myself, what does the kindergarten child know about love? And so people go around giving flowers, giving love, giving gifts, without even knowing what this love is. But in the midst of this confusion, in the midst of the chaos, in the midst of what exactly is going on, or what, what, what exactly am I to do as a child of God, we turn to the scriptures. Say to your neighbor, we turn to the scriptures. For clarity. Amen. We turn to the scripture for clarity on the subject. So many times we say that, oh, you know, um, you know they, 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 for this thing, uh, they, they, there's a gray area. There is a gray area, you know, because we haven't really, really studied the word of God. Yes, sometimes the Bible is not explicit on some items. But if you read the Bible, if you take your time, you will see that God has made his intentions and his purposes clear on so many things. Shall we say amen? amen. Let us go before the Lord. I almost forgot that. Let's pray. Father, in the name of Jesus, I thank you. I give you praise. I give you honor. I thank you for this glorious moment that you have brought us together before your throne. Thank you, Father, for this time. Father, come and minister to your church through me. Father, may your spirit speak to us, O Lord. Father, let your word come and quicken us, O Lord. Let your word be a light unto our path, O Lord. Let your word, O Lord, bring us understanding. And let your word help us to know your purposes and your intentions uh, for our generation today. Come and inspire us, O Lord. Come and, O Lord, quicken us, O Lord. Come and provoke us to a life of purity. Thank you, O Lord, for this time. I am just a vessel, Father. Help me to make clear, help me make sense of the things that will be shared today. In Jesus' mighty name, I pray. Shall we say amen? amen. Love, the unquenchable fire. Our, our main script, our, we use two main scriptures. Our Son of Solomon, chapter 8, verse 6 to 8. And also Genesis, Genesis chapter number 29, the entire chapter and chapter number 30. And we can uh, come back to Genesis chapter number uh, 27 and 28 as well. Shall we say amen? It's a, it's a long chapter. Um, you know, these this, 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 this topics are doing it online sometimes. Uh, uh, it, it's... Uh, it's it, it, it takes away some, uh, but you know, I'm glad that uh, I'm, 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 it's not just me, I'm pastor here, but there are actually people here. Amen. Brothers and sisters, God bless you. Amen. They drove through the, 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 the snow to come here. They drove through. You know, this morning, as, as we were making this decision, pastor was like, it was, it was so painful, but you know what? We had to. You know, how, 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 how we drive through snow to go to work. But then, you know, the, when the weather changes slightly, we give excuse. But God is still faithful. Shall we say amen? As an intro, I will read the promises or the charge that we usually give during marriage. During marriage vows. Shall we say Amen. A typical marriage, you know, uh, 
a vow goes like this, or the charge from the minister goes like this. After the vows are taken, and the minister reads, Dearly beloved, we have come together in the presence of God to witness and bless the joining together of this man and this woman in holy matrimony. The bond and covenant of marriage was established by God in creation. And our Lord Jesus adorned this manner of life by his presence and first miracle at a wedding in Cana of Galilee. It signifies to us the mystery of the union between Christ and his church. And Holy Scripture commands it to be honored among all people. I continue. The union of husband and wife in heart, body, and mind is intended by God for their mutual joy, for the help and comfort given one another in prosperity and adversity. And when it is God's will for the procreation of children and their nurture in the knowledge and love of the Lord. Therefore, say therefore, therefore. marriage is not to be entered into unadvisedly or lightly, but reverentially, deliberately, and in accordance with the purposes for which it was instituted by God. Shall we say amen? As an intro, uh, we, were, we were talking about relationship today, and it's meant to cover everybody in the church, the single, for those who are uh, in between single and marriage, and also those who are married. And so uh, bear with me, pay attention, as I, I have to rush because there's so much to cover, but God will uh, give us the grace. You know, this, just, 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 just let me put this down. The, the, the kind of relationship we are talking about is not the one that the word pursues. Uh, for this church, you know, the shepherd house, and any true church, any true church, any true church, uh, we don't condone on any relationship that does not have marriage. As the end goal. If you are if you're in a relationship at this moment and, and your goal is not for marriage, if you are in need for fun and you're to try somebody out, the shepherd house, we don't condone that. The word of God does not condone that. Shall we say amen? Just to prepare us, you know, to to to, to put on our you know, for, for, the, for the things that we are talking about, they, they are deep things, they are for the mature, they, they are for people who are ready. And so the Bible says that because of all the things, the responsibility and the accountability that comes uh, with the marriage and the love that God gives with it, it should not be entered into without an advice, unadvisedly or lightly, but reverentially. And deliberate. It's not an accident. You take your time, you calculate, know that I am ready for this journey. Shall we say amen? Before that, I, I wanted to learn a little bit about love as described by the word of God. Sons of Solomon, chapter number 8, verse 6 to 7. It's coming. 
I read. Set me, if it's Abu, we'll read together, but I read. This is a Romans Christian Bible. Set me as a seal on your heart, as a seal on your arm, for love is as strong as death. Jealousy is as unrelenting as sure. Love's flames are fiery flames and almighty flames. A huge torrent cannot extinguish love. Rivers cannot sweep it away. If a man were to give all his wealth for love, it will be utterly scorn or condemned. Shall we say amen? This is Solomon uh, writing about love. Uh, this uh, sense of Solomon, when you get to read, uh, it's, um, it's, 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 it's a very beautiful uh, a love story uh, between uh, Solomon. Uh, scholars said that it's actually Solomon. Between Solomon and, 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 the, and, the, and the woman, the Shinamite woman. And, you know, we, here we, we, we find poems and beautiful uh, adornment uh, of, of, of the love between uh, a man and a woman. Shall we say amen? And here Solomon is describing the kind of love that God, you know, has created. That is, uh, that is meant to exist uh, between a man and a woman. Um, first of all, this love comes from God. The Bible says that God is love. God is love. And in the scriptures, we see the proper demonstration of love. First John chapter number four talks and tells you about love. He said that what for, for, for God is love. Anyone who does not love does not belong to God. And he continues, he said that in this is love. If you're looking for the definition and if you're looking for the proper demonstration of love, God has shown it to us. John 3, 16 said that for God so loved the world that he gave his one and only begotten son that whosoever believeth in him shall not perish but have love, but have life. So love is from God. And as his children, we ought to demonstrate and exhibit love as God has given to us and love as God has shown us. And so here Solomon is uh, speaking. He said that this kind of love that you exist between any child of God or even is meant for is meant to be between anybody. This love is strong. It's quenchless. It's indestructible. It's invaluable. He said that it's, 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 it's as strong as death. Say love is as strong as death. And what, what he means is that just as when, when death put its cold hand on something and you cannot take back, so as is love. When love put his hand on something, you cannot take it back. Love is like a fire. He said that it, you cannot quench it. He said that the, 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 you know, the King James said that, you know, the many waters, the torrent of many waters, the ocean can it not even put out the fire that is ignited by love. And therefore, he, you know, he, he, I, I, I said that because of how love can be, you know, dangerous, it got to be handled with care. My brothers and sisters, be careful what you fall in love with. Because the thing you fall in love with can destroy you. Shall we say amen? 
Few things about love. Philippians chapter 1 verse 9. First, love grows. Shall we say amen? Love is an organic item. Yeah, it's, 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 it grows. Yeah. Philippians 1 9. This is Paul speaking. And I pray this. That your love will keep on growing in knowledge and in every kind of discernment. Shall we say amen? He was talking about, you know, our love for God. But uh, in, in more general terms, love grows. You know, you, you fall in love with something. And, 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 you know, with time going in a proper environment, uh, and when you feed it with the right thing, that love grows. Shall we say amen? amen. Love grows. Which means that love can also be killed, or love can be what? Can lose weight. Love, there are some love that was growing all right, was blossoming, and then uh, something happened to that love, and it stopped, and it stuck. Is your love stuck right now? Is your love for God stuck? Is your love waxing cold? Is your love growing? For those of you married, is your, where is your love? Is your love for your spouse growing? Or is it stagnant? Or is it losing weight? Another thing about love is that love never ends. First Corinthians 13 verse 8 says, love never ends. As for prophecies, they will pass away or they will cease. As for tongues, they will cease. As for knowledge, it will pass away. But love never ends. No, never ends. On the, on, 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 on the premise that love grows... Love never ends, and love is indestructible. Love is quenchless. Love uh, is a fire that cannot be put away. All this tells us that we must properly and appropriately respond to love. Shall we say amen? I hope you follow me. I say that again. Because love grows. Because love never ends. Because love is indestructible. You cannot destroy love. Our appropriate response to love is that we must handle with care. We must feed it right for better growth. Shall we say amen? And we must handle it with care. If it's like a fire, we must handle it with care because it's, what, it's valuable. He said that if, if a man were to give all his possession to get this love, he will utterly be scorned. People will laugh at you and say, are you crazy? Are you trying to buy love? Love is indestructible. For anyone out there, any child of God, do not sell your love because your love cannot be bought. So that's just by the intro. I want us to go uh, to the scriptures. Uh, there's a, this beautiful story. Uh, every year I, I, I get a story of love and then we, we, we dwell on it and we share. Uh, let's go to Genesis uh, chapter number 29. Genesis chapter number 29. Uh, it's a love story uh, between a man called Jacob. Jacob is one of the patriarchs. Those of you who have been in Sunday school, you've heard about him. Abraham, Isaac, the God of Abraham, the God of Isaac, and the God of Jacob. Today we will we, 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 we highlight 
because of time, just a little bit about the love between uh, a man called Jacob and a woman called Rachel. Shall we say amen? Before I, we, we go into the story, you know, time won't like to, to, to read the entire scripture. But we will take everything I'm talking about, we'll go to that particular side and then we will highlight on it. Shall we say amen? In, 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 in the journey of marriage, uh, we, we, or in the church, you know, we, 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 have, we, have, we have singles. Uh, we have people who, who are single, who are not, you know, in relationship uh, and then we have people who, who are dating. Um, you know, I, 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 Pastor, I don't like using that word because, um, you know, when it comes to uh, uh, non-believer married people and believer married people, uh, we live together. We, uh, you know, the things we do uh, are relatively the same. But when it comes to dating, uh, what, what, what Christian, uh, uh, what, what a believer do when they are dating is totally different from what the unbelievers are dating. And so when you use the same thing, you know, people get confused. Uh, you know, today people can be dating and, 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 and they, cohabitate, they call it cohabitating. They are living in the same apartment and, and they are doing things as if they are married. So, you know, I don't, I don't, I struggle to, I wish there was another word to use. Uh, but we, we have what the singles, we have those you know, who, who are dating or who are seriously pursuing relationship. Those who are engaged, they, 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 they have they make their intentions clear. And then those who are what? Married. I, I, I want to talk a little bit about the single life, the single, the, the life of a single person. The life of a single person. The single man or a woman uh, is in a season to, to know his or her identity. Uh, so when you are single, this is a time to know who you are. Uh, it is a time to develop your character. Character of integrity. It's a time to develop your career. And it's, 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 a, it's a time or season to devote your life totally to God. Shall we say amen? I want to uh, briefly read First Corinthians chapter 7. Verse 1 to 4, and then we will continue from 32 to 34. 1 Corinthians chapter 7, 1 to 4. Okay. See, about the things you wrote, it is good for a man not to have relationship with a woman. But because of sexual immorality, each man should have his own wife, and each woman should have her own husband. Shall we say amen? amen. This is the Apostle Paul speaking. He wrote to the church in Corinth. And it, it, it amazes me. So this was actually his, his, his reply. They wrote him a letter. And in the letter, he quoted exactly what they said. And he responded to it. 
When we read the scripture, let's pay attention. Otherwise, we'll miss some very important details. So you see uh, about the things he wrote, and then Paul quoted what they wrote. So the Corinthian wrote to Paul, who was away at the time. Say, it, it, is it good, or you know, is it good for a man not to have relationship with women? It's in quote, he quoted it before he answered it. Or he asked, is it good? Is it good for a man to have relationship with women? And Paul is answering then. Say, because of sexual immorality, yes, it is good to, for a man to have a relationship, a sexual relationship with women. But what he gave it that is what only during the contest of marriage. When you read the time, uh, he explains that. Shall we say amen? amen? Let's go to verse 32. Again, the, the point I'm highlighting on that, when you are single, it is a time of undivided devotion to God. 1 Corinthians 7, 30. 30. Let's from 32 go in. I want you to be without concern. An unmarried man is concerned about the things of the Lord, how he may please the Lord. Shall we say amen? amen. So a single person, his, his attention, a, a, single man, a single man or woman, it's not just a man, but what? It's a, an unmarried person. Let's use an unmarried person. All his, what, his focus, all his concern uh, is what? How he will please the Lord. Shall we say amen? So, you, you know, he's telling us what to do in our single state. So this is the time what? to please the Lord with your life. Shall we say amen? Let's continue, Edda. Verse 33. If you can have uh, 33 to 34. But a married man is concerned about the things of the world, how he may please his wife. Shall we say amen? You know, um, uh, some, sometime last year, uh, you know, we, 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 we were doing, uh, I, I forgot what we were doing, and you know, Pastor, uh, you know, Pastor went to work from Richmond and then came to Lynchburg uh, on Saturday and slept there all night and, and came home uh, Sunday evening, late evening. It was like over 24 hours. He had not seen his wife. And Pastor, you know, I was a little jealous. I said, you know, so, sometimes, you know, I, 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 you know I, I wish I can be go away uh, that far. And, you know, he, you know the, 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 the single man, you know, the, the married man, it, it, it's not that, you know, when, when, when he, he, you know, if he doesn't please the, the, it, the wife, they will be mad or, or no. It's, it's that, you know, even your question won't let you. you. You have a family. You have children. You need to attend to them. So it's not that because of fear of your wife. Or that's not what I'm saying at all. No, that's not. But what, because of the responsibility of having a wife and children, your attention is what? Divided. And so my brothers, my sister who are single, this is a town for an undivided devotion to the Lord. Shall we say amen? The same way, an unmarried woman or virgin is concerned about the things of the Lord. So if you're single and you are not concerned about the things of the Lord, there's a question. Please repent and enjoy and give all your attention to the Lord. Because there is coming a day where you will miss that. Sometimes, <laughs> you know, uh, for many years uh, before I got married, you know, I was, I was driving to Lynchburg. Sometimes I, I would stay over there the weekend. Sometimes, you know, but not anymore. So this is a town for your undivided devotion to the Lord. Shall we say amen? Amen. Amen.
because of time, let's, let's move on. Um, to the man, to the single man, before the woman came, in Genesis chapter 2, verse 15 to 17. Uh, let's go there quick. Uh, help me out. Uh, I want to quick. Uh, Genesis chapter 2, verse 15 to 18. But the, the two points I want to highlight on here, that before uh, in, in the, the, the single man, before uh, the woman was, before there was a woman uh, in the single man's life, the man had a purpose. Shall we say amen? Genesis 2, 15. It's coming. The Lord God took the man and placed him in the garden of Eden to work it and watch it and watch over it. Shall we say amen? This, this was before Eve came to the scene. So before a woman comes into your life, what? The man had a purpose. God put him in the garden, what? To watch it, he placed him there to watch it, or to work it, and to watch over it. Shall we say amen? And the Lord commanded the man, you are free to eat from, uh, from, the tree of, from the tree of the garden, but you must not eat from the tree of the knowledge of good and evil. For on the day you eat from it, you will certainly die. Then the Lord said, Then the Lord God said, It is not good for the man to be alone. I will make a helper who is like him. Shall we say amen? Before, before, before the woman came, the man had a purpose. The second thing is that God told him that, you know, you, you do all this, but you don't do that. Before the woman came, came, the man had a standard. Shall we say amen? What's your standard? You, you must have your own standard. That when it comes to some things, uh, I, will, I, 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 I will lay down, I will go, I will go with you, I will go with you, I will go to you. But when it gets to a point, my standard is that I go no further. What is your standard? So two things uh, to the single man. Before the woman, you had a purpose. What is your purpose? Are you walking towards that through the direction of God? And before uh, the woman came, the man had a standard. What is your standard? And to the single woman, before the man came, the Bible says that when you continue to read, uh, the, the Bible says that God put Adam in a deep sleep. And then he took a rib from his side. And what he, he for out of that rib, he made a woman. He prepared a woman. Shall we say amen? And so, to the, to the, to the, to the young woman, to the single woman, uh, before the man, you know, comes in your life, God is working on you. God is preparing you. God is preparing you. Because your job is hard. You are the helper. And you know, being a helper doesn't mean that you 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 are you are less uh or important or you are weak. And you know, uh Peter Peter says, you know, Peter called uh you know the women in the church or spies the weaker vessel. It does not mean that you are weak. No, it means you how complex and how delicate you are. That you ought to be handled with care. I don't plow my snow with my iPad. Because, you know, it's, it's weak to handle that thing. It's more delicate. But, you know, I plow, you know, I plow with a rake, with a shovel. 
So being, you know, when, when the Bible uses, you know, weak, it doesn't mean that, you know, they, 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 you are weak or less important. No, 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 no. You are more precious and you are even powerful. When I get in trouble, the person who hurts me ought to be more powerful. If I fall in a ditch, the person who can pull me out and help me out ought to be stronger. It's God preparing you for your man. And when Eve showed up to the scene, she was so polished that when Adam saw Eve, he said that, you are the woman, bone of my bone and flesh of my flesh. Shall we say amen? Are you being polished right now? Are you letting God work on you? Are you letting God prepare you? If it was so polished that when Adam saw him, saw her, sorry, Adam was clear about his intentions. Adam was not confused. Amen? Adam didn't have to go and ask Mama, Mama, I found some woman. Uh, come and see. I, I want to bring her home to see. Mama, yes, she's the one. Oh, Adam didn't have a mama. Okay. Adam didn't have to wait for so long to decide if Eve was the one. Today, we say we are dating for years, and we are still even not sure. Is God polishing you? Shall we say amen? Because of time, I think enough uh, for the single. Then we come to the dating. The dating is, you know, you, you have found someone. This time you have decided. This time you have decided. Who you want to be with. But I call the dating as, you know, this, a, a period where, you know, the young man and have found a woman and they have both decided that they will pursue each other. Uh, they, they, they will, you know, forget about all others, but their interest will be in each other in, in preparation uh, for marriage um, to just to learn about each other. And I call the dating as an evaluation period. So we say, amen, evaluation period. And this time... You are evaluating each other if they are the good fit for where you are going, for where your purpose is. Shall we say amen? amen. And you know, today, you know, people spend you know years and stuff. I am not saying that you know as soon as you find a woman, you know, you just uh, you put a ring on, but. You ought to focus on the important things. And the two things I, I, you know, I, I, I wrote here is that you, know, you, 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 are, you are evaluating to see if there's attraction. Are you attracted to each other? And another thing you are evaluating for is character. Is that person a person of character? I'll, I'll, I'll focus on, I'll, I'll first deal with attraction for a little bit. Shall we say amen? 
First, you know, you, you must be attracted to the person. Are you attracted to this person? Are you attracted to this person? Is there a chemistry? Do you like each other? Does one love the other more than the other? Is one calling you 100 times and the other just one simple test message? Is one more sure than the other? Do you talk to one another? Do you enjoy talking to one another? Is there friendship between you? Do you like the yellow? This attraction is like you, 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 you love everything about a person. Today, some, somebody can, you know, just, 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 you know, like somebody's just height. But then, you know, they, they don't, they, they're not that cute, you know. But then somebody will like some, oh, they are very cute, but they are height. Oh, oh I, I, I like, they are rich, but um, they are not tall. And it's like, you, you, you know, you, 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 you love some aspect about them, but you're not attracted to some things about them. Sons of Solomon, uh, when, when, when you read, uh, it's uh, verse 4, verse 7. Uh, this, this, he, he, this is uh, Solomon speaking about the woman. He said that you are all together. You are all together beautiful. In other words, everything about you. I love everything about you. He said, and, 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 and there is no imperfection in you. There's no imperfection. You, you, you do love everything about you. Is there an attraction? Uh, Genesis story, uh, back to my Genesis story. Genesis 27, uh, or you can begin from Genesis uh, 20, um, 25 going. Uh, we, we know that Jacob and Esau are twins. Amen. Uh, and we, we know that Jacob uh, deceived his brother first, twice, first to take his birthright. Pastor shared about it uh, uh, during the joint service the other time. And, and then Joseph deceived his brother a second time by what? Uh, impersonating him to take his blessing. And so at this time, uh, Jacob is sent to his uncle Laban to go and find a wife. Because by this time, his, his twin brother, Esau, the Bible says uh, when you read uh, before Genesis 28, that when Esau was 40 years, he, he married two women from uh, the Hittites. So we, we know that by this time, Jacob is... 40 years or older when, when, when he's when he back on this journey. So that's why we say it's, it's, not, it's not for children. Uh, and the, the story continues. Uh, Genesis 29, by this scene, J Jacob has come to, uh, to, to, to the land of his uncle uh, Laban. And the Bible said that, you know, he came to a place where there was a well. And the people were waiting uh, there were some shepherds. Uh, he had a conversation with them, and they were waiting for other shepherds to bring their sheep so that they would roll away a stone and, and, and fetch water from the well and feed uh, or water the sheep. And here comes, uh, as Jacob was waiting, here comes uh, a lovely, beautiful woman. So when you read Genesis chapter 29, verse verse. Um, verse now going. When Jacob go to the scene, the, the shepherds were waiting for other, more, more shepherds to bring their sheep. And then the, the Bible said that there's a big stone on the well. So when everybody's there, then all the shepherds will come together and move this stone. But the moment uh, Jacob saw Rachel coming, 
something snapped in him. There was a fire that ignited in him. And the Bible said that he, he, he amassed the energy. I'm the one adding it. I'm just embellishing it. The, the, the stone that takes a couple of shepherds to move. The Bible said that Jacob rode a stone from the well. And then he fetched water. And immediately watered the sheep from Rachel. Without even saying a word. We learn from the scriptures that love produces effect. Wherever there is love, there's an action that follows it. For God so loved the world that he didn't just love the world, but he quickened him into action. Jacob saw Rachel. There was an attraction. And he had the opportunity to show that. I want to show this. Before he even said a word, there was an attraction. He wrote a stone. And the Bible says that he, he watered all the sheep, and then Jacob cased Rachel. But when you go to verse 20, uh, 17, Je uh, Genesis 29, 17. Now Laban had two daughters. The older was named Leah, and the younger was named Rachel. Leah had tender eyes, but Rachel was shapely and beautiful. And the King James said that she was beautiful in form, and in appearance, shall we say amen? Time one, let me go into that. <laughs> but in shape, say shape. Rachel was beautiful in shape. When it comes to height, when it comes to body appearance, you see her coming. If you don't stop your bike, you, you watch her and drive your bike into a ditch. But she was beautiful in shape. And in appearance, in other words, the, the, the eye set, the nose, the mouth, they are symmetric, just, 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 just nothing. Rachel was beautiful. And I'm not sure if the writer was speaking from the point of view from Jacob. Maybe so. And maybe that explains why Jacob did not go for Leah. But there was what? Attraction. Amen. So during the dating, you are, you are evaluating. Are we attracted to each other? Are we attracted to each other? Also, friendship. Are you friends? During cancer and premarital cancer, we ask people, you know, what, what, what kind of access do you have? And I just I love it uh, when people say that we are friends. You're evaluating. Are you friends? Or you're just, it's more like the old century marriage where the, 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 king, is just a, uh, the, the king is just a demonstration and for uh, public appearance where they don't communicate. And the only time you see them together is during an uh, event uh, when, they, when the king brings the queen to show to the people. Are you, are you, are you always calling your mom to, to, to discuss your issue? Are you, is there friendship? Are you communicating? And they cherish each other. They cherish each other. Shall we say amen? I'll read uh, Sons of Solomon, chapter number uh, 6, uh, verse. Uh, I'll read from verse, verse 5. Uh, Sons of Solomon, chapter 5. We see the woman, uh, you know, saying nice things about the, woman, uh, the man. Sons of Solomon, chapter number 
5 verse 9 going. So these are the friends of the woman asking, asking her. They're asking her, what makes this, this, this man so special among other people? Verse 9. Say, what makes the one you love better than another? Most beautiful woman. What makes him better than another? That you will give us this charge. What is so special about this, this, this man? And this, 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 this is what the woman is saying about his, his lover. Her lover, sorry. See, my love is fit and strong. The man that I'm, 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 I'm looking up to, the man that I'm hoping to marry, he's what? He's fit. He's strong. He's, she is bragging about what? His man. Notable among 10,000. If you bring 10,000 people, I won't confuse. He'll be the one that I will go for. His eyes, verse 10, verse 11. His head is pure as gold. His hair is wavy and black as a raven. His eyes are like a dove. And when you read on, you know, you see, we see the woman cherishing this man. Is there an attraction? When you go to verse 7, the, the, the man is also attracted to the woman. And the, the man is saying something about the woman. Say, how beautiful are your sandal feet, princess? The curves of your ties are like jewel. The handiwork of a master. Amen. Oh. Are you, am I boring you? May God help us so that we will say these things to the married people. That we will say these things to our spouses. Not just to say them when we, when, when we, when we eagerly want them uh, to enter into a relationship. And then after that, we stop right there. But we continue to cherish each other. We continue uh, to, to buy the flowers. We continue to love each other. Shall we say amen? That no matter what, if you were to bring the person, you to bring 10,000 people, even after 10 years, pastor, after 10 years, if, if you bring 10,000 people, you will still choose the person. May God help us. Shall we say amen? So you're evaluating for attraction. Uh, the next thing is you, you, you evaluate them for character. That's the second big thing. Do they have a character? Is, is, are they someone that you want to spend your, your life with? Are they kind to others? What is your relationship with God? Remember, this is a lifelong journey. It's a lifelong commitment. If you don't see a character, join it together. If you don't see the character, the character of God, the character, the fear of God in them. Don't, don't rush. Just because out of pressure, you're, you're growing old. You bring it here for pastor to provide. No, don't. Because praying over and putting a ring on does not change their character. Shall we say amen?
And then the evaluating period goes on. And I come to a point where the man says, I'm ready. The woman says, I'm ready. And people often ask, you know, how, how do you even know you're ready? How do you know you're ready? So the people go on and on and on and on, date for many years. And they're still not sure, as I said at the beginning. But you come to this conclusion where there's a mutual commitment for you both to be with one another. A firm resolve to stay with each other, even regardless of his challenges. Remember, he described what a true love is. He said that what many waters cannot quench it. The waters and the torrent, say that the torrent of water, did they speak of the trials and the challenges of life? By this time, you, you might have you know, fought some, a couple. You, you, you might have you know, broken up and come back together again. You, you, you might have like, disagreed on so many things. You, 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 you might have said that, you know, this is too much. But then, even after that, you keep coming together. And they are so, you, you, when you hear about them, the heartbeat. You, you, you have this longing to be with them. When you come to that place where, like, for all that time, long period that you have been, you know, evaluating each other, the trials and the challenges you have gone through, you have come to a point where there are many waters cannot quench. No, no amount of stress can quench. No amount of problems can quench that fire. Then you know. No amount of argument. Ex-lovers. At this time they have stopped looking back. They have decided. That this is it. Just like Adam. Ready to commit and do everything. Tam, tam, it's a beautiful soul. Genesis, Genesis um, 29. Um, it's a beautiful soul. The, the Bible says that, you know, uh, Jacob, you know, was, was so sure of, of, of his decision and his intention about Rachel that he, he, he decided, he, he put a price on, uh, of, 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 of he put the price on the woman, the, the bride price. So usually it is a, it is a man that, that the, you know, the family that, that has, you know, bring this. It was a custom at the time to bring bride price. The Bible says that, you know, when uh, Samson was going to uh, marry uh, one, one, of the, one of his wife, uh, you know, he, 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 they asked him for a goat. I laugh when I read that. <laughs> Samson had to bring a goat. Uh, so every, every family had their bride price. But here, Jacob was so sure of his intention that he named the price. He said, that, I'm going to serve for seven years. That is how he valued the woman. My sisters, may God polish you so that when the man comes out, he's willing to serve. Again, 
I'm bringing the, uh, the engagement season to an end. So, the, you know, during the during engagement, you know, you, 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 you talk about, this is a time that you talk about the big issues in life. The big issues in life. By this time, it's, it's no longer about what is your favorite movie, what, 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 what's your favorite, you know, shirt color, what, you know, what, what, what's your favorite vacation place. No. This is where you talk about serious issues in life. The Bible says that can two work together unless they agree. You talk about finances. And you talk about God. You talk about jobs. You talk about what kind of family you want to raise together. The man has seen the kind of family he saw in his home. The woman has seen the kind of family she saw. And you are coming together. That I, I didn't like this about my family. And so for our family, I want this to be like this. In, the man will say that in my family, all the big decisions were made by one person. But in, in our joint family, I want it to be a joint decision. You all talk about the big issues in life during the engagement period. And then if God wills us and he progresses, then it comes to marriage. Shall we say Amen. I'm rushing through. We usually spend like you know an hour. Uh, I know that Carrie is playing the piano, is telling me stuff. Uh, we are we are ending. Uh, I'm 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 gonna wrap up because of time. Uh, but I I just I just want to uh, quickly progress to the marriage stage. Shall we say Amen? By this time you are married. Or if God you know blesses the journey from singlehood, you know dating engagement to marriage season and you get married then you ask for the counsel and the wisdom of God to bless you and to prosper your marriage shall we say amen but I want to briefly speak on life after marriage Genesis chapter 29 verse 22 Genesis 29 22 I'll read from verse 21 going. But backtrack a little bit. You know, Jacob, you know, asked uh, to serve for seven years for Rachel. He served for seven years. And then at the end of the seven years, um, it, 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 it looks like uh, Laban did not give the wife right away. When you read Genesis chapter 25, verse 27, uh, it, 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 it says that Esau was a hunter, but Jacob was a quiet man. Uh, learning about character as a single man. Know, 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 know your communication style. But when you read uh, verse 21, Genesis 29, 21, it said that, Then Jacob said to Laban, Since my time is complete, give me my wife so I can sleep with her. Oh, oh this is sad. The Bible is just too plain about it. <laughs> but it said that no, she, no, she can move in my tent. She can move in my tent. But, you know, a quiet man, patient, he's, he's seven years is done. I'm not seeing a woman. <laughs> after, for, for those of you dating, after you dated for a while, don't you want this season to end? Eh? Seven years. Man. Want this to end. Lord, end this. Oh, quicken. And he waited and it's, it's not... You know, the fact that 
Jacob brought it up means there, there was some kind of delay. So he, he went to his, you know, like, you know, dealing with your in-laws is a little complicated. But he said, uh, you know, if I don't speak up, nobody's going to speak for me. He said, he said, but, you know, since the seven years is up, can't I have my wife to meet, uh, I'm using the word, to move in my tent. Uh, but he said that, you know, to come a bit closer to me. So he, he spoke and there was ashes. Verse 22. So Laban invited all the men uh, of the palace, of the, of the place, and sponsored a feast. That evening, Laban took his daughter Leah and gave her to Jacob, and he slept with her. And Laban gave his slave Zippah to his daughter Leah as her slave. But the point I'm making is that after, after the dating period, they got married. I want us to take this point seriously. The fact that Jacob loved Rachel, but then Leah was given to Jacob does not mean that this was not a legitimate, this was a legitimate marriage. There was a wedding. Vows were exchanged. That's what, you know, today, uh, you know, pastor have, you know, you take the veil so you can see. But the wedding was done. The woman moved in the tent. And then the next day, say the next day, the next day can be for you uh, after 10 years. Uh, after, a, after you have spent some time uh, with the woman. It can be after spending one day. Sometimes it can be after spending six months. Sometimes it can be after 20 years. Sometimes it can be after four years. Jacob realized that the woman, pastor, the woman, she have loved, worked hard for, invested in, is no longer the woman. Oh, you missed that. To the married couple, It's no longer the women she waited for, she longed for. You've waited all this year. People are sleeping around, doing what you didn't do. And this goes to the woman also. What do you do when you wake up? And the woman or the man you waited for, you work hard for, you gave up, you gave up on everyone else for, you change careers for, you move from one place to another for, you change jobs. They flip on you, they become totally different. Jacob realized that no, the woman that I love is no, it's not the woman that is laying next to me. What do you do in that situation? Genesis 29:25. So it came to pass in the morning that behold, it was Leah. And he said to Laban, what is this you have done to me? Was it not for Rachel that I served you? Why then have you deceived me? I don't know what, to the married couple, what is, what you, what is it you're waking up to in the morning? Has the rose you saw far away turned into a thorn? As you get closer, like a handsome prince that has changed into a beast. What do you do? Do you pack and walk away? The answer is big no. Shall we say amen?
Say no. The first thing is you ask questions. You both ask questions. Where did we go wrong? What did I do? Where, where, where did we miss? By this time it's we. Where did we go wrong? You look for solutions together. And you don't give up. Although no one has the power to change another. You can't, you can't change your spouse. But it is comforting to know that God can turn hearts around. Proverbs 21 verse 1 says that, you know, the, 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 God, God, the, the heart of a king is, is in the hands of God. God. God can turn the heart of kings for them to, to make drastic decisions. To make, when kings make decisions, they affect many people. The decisions about your marriage affect generations. I don't know where you are, your marriage is right this morning. I don't know what is it that you're waking up to. But I want to encourage you that don't give up. Go on your knees and pray to God. For God Can, Proverbs 21, verse 1. God can turn the heart of kings around to make them change their focus. To make them change their direction. To make them bring their attention and their mind to you so that you can move forward. So that you can move together and build a family and raise children in the fear and in the love of God. Shall we say amen? There's so much here, but because of time. This morning, the word of God has come to you and I. That as children, he has given us love. This love comes from God, the Father. He made it in his own image. And part of his image is that we also have his love. He said that we love him because he first loved us. And he has demonstrated his love for us. The true love that is sacrificial. And he has taught us in his word that the love that he has given to us is valuable. It's indestructible. It's quenchless. Therefore, we ought to handle it with care. We don't give up on it. We ought to value it. It's indestructible. It's unquenchable. May the torrent and the waves and the storms of the ocean never put the fire of your marriage love out this morning. May God give you the grace to stand uh, as a couple. That if, if, if that love, that, 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 that was, was flaming, is about to die. May God give you a new fire. May God give you the ingredient 
for that love to bounce back and to grow and become fruitful for your family, for the church of God, for your community, and for the entire nation. May the Lord bless us to love like no other. May the Lord help us to live in purity for him. In Jesus' mighty name. Amen. Thank you. I invite our senior pastor. It was my sin that kept him dead. Oh, come on. Give glory to Jesus. Give glory to Jesus. Those who are here, just rise on your feet and just 